Hello, welcome to another episode of Adventures in Customer Service. This is your host, Paul Esaganich speaking, and joining me in the studio today is another old friend of mine. Name redacted. Today we're going to be discussing the joys of working at a CC's pizzeria, landscaping, and the IT department. Hope you enjoy. All right, now are you ready to fuck up some fish? Yeah, man. Fucking logic, being stupid. It just does weird shit on its own. I'm like, hey, just delete this track. It's like, delete everything? Like, no. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Wipe the hard drive. Oh, man. I'm getting those, like, niacin sweats from that five-hour energy. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> you ever take that shit? Like the B, I don't know. It's like the niacin or B12 or something, and I just started pouring. Oh, that was a bad idea. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, man. I've never trusted those. I, like you know, it's, five, five hours of energy in that small of a container that that just doesn't seem right right and it's i don't know it's just like an impulse buy i guess i'm just as susceptible as anybody else but yeah i mean that's why i've got like three thousand video games on a show <laughs> right on all right that's enough about that uh this is adventures in customer service this is your host paul lesaganich here with old time friend name redacted say hello lenny oh hey how's it going hey all right, man. So to anyone that's uninitiated, this is the podcast where we just share wild and crazy stories or most interesting stories from our background and our many years of customer service. I myself have had a whole lot, and I know Lenny's had some in his past as well. So uh, tell me a little bit of your work history, Lenny. What do we got going on here? Yeah, so I started off uh, working at CC's at the ripe old age of 16. Should have mm. retired then. <laughs> Uh, then I worked at, uh, Papa John's that, that was always great. Yeah. Uh, went to college, became a landscaper, uh, worked at Staples for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I worked as an electrical engineer working on gas signs, designing the new version. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Oh, thank you. I've been meaning to thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, and then I designed bank software, uh, that protects data from being lost so you know your debt's never going to be forgotten and oh. you're, you're welcome for that too <laughs> yeah, i rescind my previous thank you it's yeah. funny the way that you worded that it makes it sound like you went to college to be in landscaping <laughs> i went to college and i went to landscaping like oh it's a college thing didn't work out for you so well <laughs> no but, i uh, was a published landscaper though i'm published what yeah i've got a i've got a really big sculpture that i made out of uh some bushes in it was three whales like cresting out of the water. What? And yeah, it got put in a magazine. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. It was definitely. I'll, I'll be telling some customer stories about that. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't know that. Uh, I, did I cut you off short when you're going through your work history there. Yeah, because then we yeah. have the most recent stuff, which yeah. was uh, after that. Uh, so after the whole bank stuff, I uh, moved back home and then. Did IT and then quickly got pushed up through the ranks at a hospital. Nice. And uh, now I do system administration. So the customers there are going to be employees, which uh, makes things interesting. Yeah. So you would think that, you know, it'd be a higher tier. You wouldn't have to deal with as many dummies, right? Since they're all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Since, uh, you know, a, a third of them have PhDs or MDs. Yeah. You, you'd, you'd figure they wouldn't. You would do figure. Stupid crap. But. but. <laughs> Let's get the PhD. That just means they know one thing really well. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean they're a well-rounded, intelligent person. Time Cube. You've been yeah. taught singularly stupid. Timecube.com. <laughs> it does. It's not active anymore. But uh, still, Timecube.com. Sure. Um, all right. So, do you have any uh, stories in mind you want to start off with? 
The first one I have to start off with is uh, definitely about buffet culture from when I was working at CC's. Mm. I already don't like where this is going, but yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, and uh, I, luckily I don't know this individual's name because I would definitely say it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but we had a very frequent customer. He would show up, and he was always wearing like a fishing jacket, you oh. know, like a, a vest that has a trillion pockets in it. Okay, like yeah, the vest, yeah, like the yeah. classic like dad gone fishing vest, and yeah, the crazy vest where it's like you don't know how many cans of pepper spray he has, in <laughs> yeah, or how many antacids really. But this yeah. guy would come in, you know, one, two, maybe three times a week mm. and just sit there for like six hours. The man would house like a pizza an hour. It was ridiculous. So I always thought there'd be like limitations or something. Like there's not like a sign. I don't think that's like you're limited to this many portions or how long or anything. But like one management eventually came in, you got to fucking go. Yeah, no. And that was that was kind of the rule with this guy is like, you know, after he was there for two hours, you just got to kind of be a little bit of a dick. Oh, yeah. So he would come up, and this man was made of Teflon. Oh, yeah. So there's like, he's like, fuck you. I know the deal. There's nothing you can say to stop me from doing what yeah. I'm doing pretty much. I respect that. Yeah, he would come up, and I'd be like, yeah. oh, hey, you know, uh, you want a custom pizza or anything so you don't have to keep coming back up here? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, oh, no, I'm okay. And then one time, I got to use my favorite line because mm. he did order a custom pizza. Because deep dish pizza at CC's, you know, at least like 15 years ago was yeah. friggin' awesome. Oh, really? Okay. So he would he ordered a deep dish once, and I just waited like a half hour to make it. And then I go back out there. He's a heavier set guy. Yeah. No. I take the pizza straight to him. <laughs> and I just say, hey, sorry for your weight. Yeah. And that's the thing. He's <laughs> like, I understand the tactic, but you also already know this is a man who is not in a hurry. Like, he, he knows your guys' game. He's like, fuck you. Staying as long as I want. Getting all those fucking cinnamon rolls. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. He's posted up there just like Wi-Fi all day. Right. And I've seen signs like um, when I'm driving uh, down the highway of like uh, Golden Corral. It's like we're open, like inside business. Come on in. I'm like, fuck that. Like it was bad enough already before all the Rona and shit. Now I'm like, I can't even imagine that people are like, fuck, yeah. Like Golden Corral is open again. Time to hit the buffet. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I get sick every time I go to Corral anyway, man. <laughs> <laughs> Rona yeah. on top of that? Hell no. Right, dude. Yeah, it's like if I'm going to Golden Corral, I'm going to have like three steaks because I'm an animal and can't control myself. It's like, I don't know. They just set you up to fail, man, whenever you go into those places. Oh, dude, I'm mega bougie. I, I cannot do their steak there. <laughs> like I've got to have a prime cut that's like not cooked at all. Oh, yeah. No, them, I'm like, cook the fuck out of that thing because I don't know where it's been. Just make sure everything <laughs> is just fried off of it. It's fine. Who fucking knows? That cat was probably a drug dealer. Oh, definitely, man. I knew a guy who was like a manager for Golden Corral and he was like way hard on drugs for a while. Like he told me like his whole cocaine saga where he would be like holed up in a hotel room because he didn't want his wife to know. And he'd be like, I'm going on a business trip and not going on a business trip and just get a hotel for the weekend and do coke the whole weekend and be like looking out the window like the cops are coming, you know, and like losing his shit. And eventually he's like, yeah, I got off coke eventually, though, and started doing heroin. <laughs> and then he was still on heroin. <laughs> so it's like he like OD'd like twice on like fentanyl or something. Well, probably not fentanyl because he would have been dead. But I know he'd OD'd before and gotten caught. And Damn, evidently yeah. Golden Corral pays well. <laughs> yeah, that well, yeah, he's like one of the higher ups. So I don't know what you make higher up in Golden Corral, but he said he was like pretty high up there. It's like, I bet you were, man. You're probably fucking full of energy all the time. Like, and you know, I talked to people like I had Andy on last time and we were talking about how um, kitchens are notorious for having drug use in there, especially oh like cocaine and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So, when I worked at CC's, yeah. uh, even yeah, CC's, we, 
<laughs> no, dude, it wasn't. It wasn't anything like cocaine or anything. Yeah. But we uh, we had specific pieces of cooking equipment that yeah. we would take out back and turn into a gravity bomb. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude. And my manager, like every once in a while, you know, we'd get cranky or s- start working slow, and the manager would just send us out back. That's funny. <laughs> He's just like, let me go out back for a few minutes. Yeah, and I'm like. Yep. If you say Sounds so. Sounds good, man. Yep. Boss's <laughs> orders. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if I don't see a couple of those little empty liquor bottles behind like a Waffle House, I won't even go in. I'm not getting the real experience. You know what I mean? No, unless <laughs> if someone's fucked up, they cannot properly make Waffle House food. <laughs> right. You need a guy who's like eight shots in, like pretty stoned. And I'm like, hey, man, load that up. He's like, all right. <laughs> like you make the food he wants to eat because he's fucking ripped. That's what I want, man. Yeah. See, that's why you made, that's why we made the good pizzas at CC's because we yeah. were just so fucking high. We'd look at the pizzas and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's hilarious, man. Uh, any other CC stories you want to move on? Uh, no, that's the big one at CC's. You'd all, you'd always have the Karens just like, what I love, oh, yeah. what I love were, uh, there was two different times where someone asked for a pizza yeah. that had no sauce, no, no cheese, just toppings. So like bread and yeah, bread. Well, well, topping. Okay. It was like bread, mushrooms, onions, pepperoni. That's doesn't like, even cook right. Like I don't even know. No, how to... it doesn't. And they, they'd always get pissed. They'd be like, "Well, it's it's all covered in bubbles and like everything moved to the outside." And it's like I'm like, "No shit." The cheese and the sauce is there to keep the Bil- dough down. Yeah, it's like trying to build a popsicle house without glue or something. It's like it just doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't work. That's a terrible analogy. Yeah, you're telling me to make. <laughs> You're telling me to make a pyramid out of fucking styrofoam in a hurricane, yeah, and then you're I mad don't. when it doesn't work. Like, right. I, it's like, I what did you it. like picture in your mind's eye when you ordered that? I want to know, because like, I feel like some people just don't imagine things out, and like then they're surprised when things come out a certain way. It's like, what what were you picturing? I, the thing is, they were so confident when they ordered it. I feel like it's something that they had gotten to work somewhere before. Maybe. And they just expect it to work everywhere, but I- I I, I've never been able to get a pizza like that to to cook right. Yeah, even, it doesn't even, even make at Papa sense. John's. Like I had one order like that there too, and I was like, "What? Whatever. <laughs> this is gonna be fucked up." But I that's what they asked for. So yeah, um, hungry at Papa John's. You remember? Uh, I was at Papa John's for a year. I was also at CC's for a year. Oh yeah. fuck, I forgot. I worked at a hardware store as well for oh, like man. three months. You've been around. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done food, so I'm I've always purposely kind of stayed away from it, just because not that retail is that much better, but I don't know. <laughs> like I've never done fast food or anything like that. Um, I know Andy's done like a lot of food stuff, and he'll tell me some stories, and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm good. I don't want to do that. So, no, honestly, yeah. between the two, uh, retail was so much smoother. Like mm-hmm. be- between working at the hardware store and working at Staples, yeah. I don't really have much in the way of like bad stories. That's good. I mean, I guess you get a certain kind of clientele there. Cause, um, you know, we said before, if you work at a gas station or something like that, you see everybody because everybody's got to stop and get gas at some point. Even if you live in the ghetto or something like that, there's going to be somebody that's like, Oh, I need to stop here. Um, and then, you know, Staples is like a little higher end. Someone's coming in, they usually want electronics or something like that. So they probably got a little bit of money, hopefully. But, um, yeah, Burlington is just like bottom of the barrel. <laughs> like, oh my god! Yeah, people just like cheap ass people. You know, 
first of the month rolls around and we just get slammed. It's like nothing uh. against people getting that money, you know. It's like if I was getting paid on the first of the month, I'd spend it too. And if you have kids, you do you can do need to get them clothes and you're gonna go someplace where it's cheap. But like management would never they like they never give us extra hours on the first and they'd be like, man, why are we so fucking busy today? I'm like, it's the first of the month. Like, what do you think, dude? It's like this happens every fucking month and you guys never account for it at all. And it's it's just a fucking shit show every time. And it's like, how do they not connect the dots here? But I don't know. They just don't give a shit. So uh moving on. Um you said you've done like the majority of your time more like in IT and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I've yeah. I've been in like you know I IT computation kind of stuff for seven eight years. Yeah, if you're counting uh, when I was doing the bank software. Yeah. So were you doing like call center stuff at one point, or no? No. Okay. Uh, I was I was on call like every once in a while. I would get calls from banks about my software. Mm-hmm. But uh, that. It was never like a call center where it's like random people calling in. It was like high end. Okay, you know, so you never computer had computer engineers do like the whole. Did you try turning it off and back on again? Oh, I did that <laughs> shit all the time when I was working like hospital IT. Holy okay. hell! Yeah, so that's where the real shit is then, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's where you get into the meat of it. Yeah, but before we skip to that, to okay. go in chronological order. Okay, okay, yeah, because I just glanced at my notes instead of actually bringing them here today <laughs> yeah uh behind the scenes fact we tried to do this once before but i dropped my phone and broke it and yeah. i had my notes on there just didn't even bother remembering them but now i do seeing the jokes on you i just don't take notes <laughs> 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 yeah but uh yeah that kind of sucked we got about like three minutes in maybe and it just yeah we had to... like four minutes yeah. i dropped my phone within like the first 10 seconds you can probably hear it and i just picked it up and i was like eh, whatever <laughs> Go to check the notes, and my screen's just right. flickering. It literally came to a crashing halt. Yeah, it was it was but, beautiful. Yeah, so here we are, though. Life moves on. Thank God for phone insurance, right? Oh, my God, yeah. yeah I remember back in the day, they were total dicks about it. It's like, oh, like the, the little sticker inside says you got water damage. You're like, nope, you don't get anything at all. You just got to buy a new fucking phone. It's like... <sighs> my phone costs twelve hundred bucks and it's waterproof. They can right. suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. At this point, when it's such like an appendage to your life, like you fucking have to have a phone. There's no way around it anymore. You can't even get like hired somewhere if you don't have a cell phone, basically. Oh my god, I can't get into my office yeah. or into my computer without my phone. So I can't I can't work with that. Right. It's phone literally anymore. a lifeline. But I digress. Yeah. No, but uh when I was landscaping, uh me and the one guy, he picture a 48-year-old extremely like sun-beaten flamboyantly gay man i can picture that <laughs> i like it so him yeah. and uh an 18 or 19 year old lenny mm-hmm. we're out there trimming hedges so we would just fucking put on bandanas and chain smoke and we <laughs> we were yeah. doing this for like million dollar houses that's dope dude. like we yeah. were very high end like at hedge sculptors is basically what we yeah, were called the fancy smancy stuff yeah, yeah like we were the super fancy guys like you yeah. you would bring us out there because we just like got shit done super meticulously but no it you know they expected some crazy professionals and they would get like this middle-aged like just super super like out there guy he's just like ah hey everyone <laughs> like he was just so gosh dang energetic right it's like and, a little piece of that like where's that coming from yeah and then yeah. me just like this perpetually stoned like kid straight out of high school just like 
oh hi i'm uh i'm trimming this bush over here right and every once in a while we'd get uh you know one of the older folk to come out and they'd be like hey uh can you you're kind of scaring the neighbors can you like <laughs> take those bandanas off and like stop constantly smoking <laughs> I'm like, bitch, this is what a true artist looks like. <laughs> like, how yeah. dare you interrupt my process? Yeah, and that's what yeah. he said. That's that's what he would say. He'd be like, oh, honey, just wait till you see what we do. Oh, dude, that's the perfect way to handle it. Talk oh, about, yeah. Yeah, because he was just so nice when he said it. But if you knew him, you knew he was like kind of being a dick. <laughs> but then yeah. the one time we got done and uh, this older guy comes back out. Yeah. And he's like, holy hell, man. And he gave us each a hundred bucks. And Fuck I was like, yes. yeah. Fucking don't, right. <laughs> don't judge a book by his bandana. <laughs> right. It's like, dude, I'm out here sweating my balls off, you know, making your shit look good. Just let me do my process. What's the deal? That's what I'm complaining about anywhere I worked with ever. It's like, am I getting the job done? Yes. Then why the fuck are you on my ass about everything? It's like, just let me do my shit. If I want to go smoke every hour, as long as getting my shit done, who cares? Oh, yeah. Right? It should drive me crazy. That, that's the only reason I started smoking was because I worked at a gas station. I was like, if everyone else gets to take a fucking break, I'm going to go take a break. And if I don't smoke, I get yelled at. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. I guess I'll start smoking. Cool. So Yeah, smoke so I can get my five-minute break every hour. Right, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But uh, speaking of, this is uh, skipping ahead a little, speaking yeah, of ahead. your appearance. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm higher up in a hospital. Yeah. I wear a suit every day. Yeah. But uh, the listeners can't see this, but you can. Oh, yeah. My hair goes down past my butt. Yeah, literally. Like, that's yeah, my, not an I literally have to move my hair if I want to sit down. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so there was a story once. Uh, one of the doctors, a psychiatrist of all people, mm-hmm. uh, he just got so pissed at me one day. Because, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I do the speech-to-text program. Well, okay. I used to. I don't anymore, thankfully. Yeah. I used to do the speech-to-text program. And he'd be like, hey. Put this on my personal computer. Well, I can't. It's a hospital license. I can only oh, put it on hospital computers. Yeah. So he's like, well, this is ridiculous. Just put it on there. It'll take 10 minutes. I've seen you do it everywhere around the hospital. And I'm like, yeah. That's a moot that's point. Fine. That, that's fine. <laughs> it's I, hospital computers. Yeah, yeah, the keyword being around the hospital. <laughs> Not on your shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he then just proceeds to yell at me. Like, this man is screaming wow. at the top of his lungs. And I figure this can't get much worse. So I just sit down in in his office chair. (laughs) He stands there screaming at me. I sit down in his chair. I'm like, might as well relax. (laughs) I'm in here for the long haul. You're you're notorious for just absolutely screaming at people. Right. Well, dude, and that's the thing. I brought this up before, too. And people will come up and get pissed about some policy. I'll be like, if you'd like to scream at me for a little bit, go ahead. But I'm not going to match your energy because it doesn't change anything. And. Whenever you're done, I'll just tell you the same thing. We can play this game all day. I'm here for four more hours. You want to hang out? (laughs) You're not going to win this game. And then they get mad when you don't respond in kind, you know, and it makes me more upset. But, dude, power move, dude, sitting in that chair. That's fucking hilarious. Did he take it up a notch when he did that? Like, oh, oh, this this is this is where the hair comes into the story. So uh, the next week after the board meeting, which at that point I wasn't actually in the board meetings Mm. yet. Uh, he he brings it up to the president of the hospital. He's like, hey, uh, you know, Lenny's out here with long hair and like he comes in in the morning and sometimes it's wet. Uh, I, I don't think we can do that. <laughs> so, what are you talking about? Yeah. So my boss comes up to me after that and she's like, hey, yeah, there was a complaint at the meeting about your hair. And I was like, yeah. that, 
uh, okay, and yeah, she's like a certain doctor, wink, wink. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what this is about. Well, if that's all he said, then whatever. And she's like, well, they, the board wants you to cut your hair. And I was like, I got a bunch of really awesome lawyers. Yeah, so the board could suck my dick. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, straight up just be like, it's a fucking religious thing. Well, what religion? Lennyism. Go fuck yourself. Like, oh, no. I'm not- I, my, <laughs> what I said was, hey, uh, I see ladies with long hair. Yeah, that's You guys sexual- being sexist? Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Dude, that is such petty shit. Too. Oh, it's To go up like to someone's a- appearance. Like, if you're showing up with fucking flies around your head, like pig pen or something that's different but like yeah and it's not yeah. like i'm showing up there wearing jeans i i'm wearing a goddamn three-piece suit like every yeah. single day and you take care of your hair like you're yeah, not my hair looks greasy nice. yeah like richard chase looking motherfucker it's <laughs> like no you take care of yourself so yeah but yeah, i i just love when they get petty because uh and again, it's like, why? Who? What are yeah. you doing this for? And then what drives me crazy too is the case of like you think is like a psychologist. If I was a psychologist, I'd be like, hmm, let me work out my psychological tricks and really get in the back door of everyone's mind and manipulate this. But no, he just starts screaming. It's like, why is a psychologist like screaming at people help something? That- well, I think it's because he's a psychiatrist. He's used to throwing drugs at people. Oh, instead psychiatrist! Of act- instead of actually using the mind tricks. Yeah. But I was like, dude, are you are you that rusty that you're just like, you know, throwing like Prozac and shit at people and yelling? Yeah, I mean, that's probably what he does. Like, mm-hmm, interesting. Meanwhile, he's just writing like Xanax and big letters on his pad. <laughs> Next. More Xanax. <laughs> they disagree with me. This guy needs drugged up. I don't know. And it's like, you know, some people get so disconnected from their roots. You know, I'm sure when he first went to school, I would imagine he was like, I'm really interested in psychology. I want, Or maybe he was just always in it for the money. I don't know. But... Somewhere along the way, he lost his passion or something, you'd imagine. Or maybe not. I'm just making shit up about yeah, this guy maybe now. Maybe he was always a dick. I've only ever known him in his like, well, dick period, I guess. It's funny, though. I've told people, if you know someone who's like in their 20s and they're an asshole, they're probably going to be an asshole in their 80s. Like, it's just, I mean, people have life changes, but a lot of times they don't. Because, like, I made that connection a while ago. Like, there's some people who are just angry, man, and they're just looking for a fight. So it's like, yeah, you see some 67-year-old guy just being a dick to everyone. It's like, I bet he's either always an asshole or something really bad happened to him. But still, even then, I know people that have had terrible things happen to him, and they're not assholes. So that's not a justification. Yeah. So not to get too dark, but, like, I knew I worked with a lady who, like, got in a car crash, and, like, her son and husband died. And she's one of the nicest people I've ever met. So, like, that's some heavy shit, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, she could be bitter about life you know and you know why me and all this stuff but she wasn't like that it's like it's all in your head man you got to decide if you want to be like that or not you know of course life circumstances happen that can get you down especially working with the public you know everyone's an asshole and all that but only you can control how you feel about certain things so oh absolutely yeah and i i feel like uh situations like that are just kind of like the the crucible like they they boil you down to what you really were yeah so you know that happens and then you just like start beating the shit out of kids dude just random kids that means that you were probably always a dick but if it happens and then you just have a like sunny outlook on life like hey i gotta really appreciate this yeah you probably are always had that good streak yeah i don't know man i mean like i said it's easier some days to feel that way than other days but uh just the fact that you're alive right now is pretty fucking insane. <laughs> like, I just try to yeah. remember that. Like, even if you're like, what the fuck is going on? This makes no sense. It's still an interesting ride. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm in it for the long haul. But um, did you want to get into anything else before you got into the IT stuff? you have any more landscaping stories? Uh, 
not quite a customer story, but the one year on my birthday, I was putting a tree in with a buddy of mine. Okay. And uh, he stabbed clear through his hand. He was he, had, he was holding one of the branches up to cut the twine. Yeah. And the twine just like snapped and he stabbed all the way through his hand with like this six inch knife. Holy shit. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, did buddy. you actually witness it or did you see him like, oh, <laughs> have like a hand sticking out of his knife? No, I, I was holding up, I was holding up yeah. the other part of the the other part of the tree oh, and like shit. putting tension on the twine. Oh my so God. So I, I like felt snap and then saw the knife go through his hand. And I was like, oh buddy, we're taking an early lunch. <laughs> Luckily yeah. this guy was one of the biggest badasses in the history of the world. That's awesome. Cause yeah. like he, he pulls it out himself. Yeah. And then he just pulls it out. You're not supposed then, to do that. <laughs> and then wraps it in one of my bandanas. Yeah. And it was like, Hey, you got your super glue. Oh, for a hole through the hand. Come this on. motherfucker had me super glue both sides of his hand shut and worked the rest of the day. This happened at 10.30 a.m. We don't get off until like 3 p.m. That's unreal, dude. Because uh, I knew I, when I worked at the plant, I did an internship um, at Marathon Refinery. It was like a summer suited thing, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. But yeah, the guys that used to work in maintenance there, they did the same thing. For people who don't know, like they like damn near cut their thumb off and just like, where's the super glue? And just super glue it back together and just like so super glue that wound. It's just like a plastic seal, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking so like they all did it and it worked. So there's something to it. Yeah. I mean, I've never gotten stitches, but I've needed them a bunch and uh, I, I just super glue it shut. Yeah, it fucking works. It's, it's left to some real weird looking scars on my body, but hey, I haven't bled out or anything. Now, when you guys did landscaping, um, were you union or no? No. Okay, because those guys were union, the maintenance dudes, and I worked with them for a couple months. And it would literally be like, well, we got to take a morning break. All right, time to go out to the job. Let's get all set up. Half hour later, okay, let's climb up the tower. Okay, we're going to start. Well, oh, break time. Everybody back down. Let's go take a <laughs> break. Then they'd hang out for like a half hour and tell each other stupid stories and shit. And they'd go back out, work for like an hour. Like, well, lunchtime. And like they had all these, like nothing against unions. I kind of dug it. But it's like, yeah, they had all this shit where it's like, hey, you can't touch us because we got these union bosses and shit. And yeah, we get fucking four breaks a day or whatever. And we get to leave early and all this shit. If you don't like it, we're all fucking walking. So... Oh no! Yeah, the, the company that I worked for was great. Like we we didn't need any kind of union. Like mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah, but like I said, it's like one of those things too. Like unions are definitely. I can understand why there's union busters because yeah, <laughs> when they're taking a break half the day, I'd be pissed too if I worked for a company. But like I said, on the other hand, I respect it. It's kind of a G move. So, but yeah, that that place was a trip. The refinery, fucking, I would meet these guys. So if you don't know, um, the refinery, obviously, there's one in Canton, like a big marathon refinery, but they do a lot of contractors. So they hire guys from out of state. There'll be like guys from Starcon who just strictly do welding and things like that. So they'll go to one refinery to the next to the next and just kind of rotate around. So I meet these guys from like down south. And like they like the one dude literally sounded like Boomhauer. Like he was telling me about some sort of fish bait. He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna go on a beach and just like hang out and just like maybe just fire like under the sand. Then we'd like put the fish in there. We'd be like drinking beers and stuff, like having a real good time. It's like that shit up and then later in the evening when the sun's going down, we'd see someone that fish. So good, man. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like I thought that was like a fake character on a TV show, but I'm talking to the guy right now. And dude, these guys would just chain smoke. We fucking found like cases of beer hidden around and shit like that. And like the filthiest mouths you've ever heard. Those dudes were fucking crazy like 
number one being a welder makes you insane (laughs) being a welder from the south Mm -hmm. holy hell that's a whole different level oh yeah dude those guys are on a different fucking level they were the funniest motherfuckers you'd ever meet though just fucking out of their minds so that's what tell me they'd be like yeah it makes real good money but you're never home so you know your wife and a boyfriend could have good time on the town (laughs) 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 i was like damn dude i was like that's funny but it's probably really true yeah i mean at least they're able to joke about it (laughs) well and what would happen to me too is i remember i had long hair back in the day okay so when we're at the plant we have to wear these things called nomex and it's overalls and everybody gets a pair of blue overalls that are all tarred up and shit because you're getting like some hand-me-downs and there in case like a flash fire happens you don't catch on fire so it's to protect you from a fire in case something weird happens oh yeah um and we always joke you know they keep you hot in the summer cold in the winter and we'd wear a hard hat around so it was me and this girl whitney and we were going around doing work uh it's a long story but we'd be walking around the plant and they would see us from behind driving the trucks. And they'd just see two people with long hair. So they'd honk and be like, hey. And then I'd just turn around and be like, God damn it. <laughs> so happened all the time. You can't tell what someone really looks like with the Nomex on because there's baggy and shit like that. So, oh, yeah. And those guys are just all fucking pervs and shit. So, yeah, like a bunch. That happened to a bunch of guys. Just think there's like some cute chick working on a pipe that turn around like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I I get that all the time. I I had a good one. I was walking yeah. a I was walking downtown once. Mm-hmm. It was me and my girlfriend. I at this point my hair was down to like the middle of my back, and my yeah. girlfriend's hair was like very very short. Mm-hmm. So we're holding hands walking down the street. Someone comes comes down the street in a car and just yells Dykes, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I hope he checked out my butt. Get a homophobe checking out a man's butt. Nothing will make my day better. Hell yeah, dude. Like he chubbed up or something. And then he's like, damn it, it's a guy. Oh, no. Well, that's why I think all those guys hated the hit me movement because they're like, oh, yeah, like getting shoved in their pants. And as a dude turns around, like, oh, god damn it. Now I'm gay. Hell yeah. Especially with the tight pants they would wear. And yeah, dude. Shit, sometimes I wear tight pants too. But it's just, just like you look at them from the back and be like, oh, Look at yeah. that hair. Look at that booty. Yeah. And then someone with a mustache turns around. <laughs> Some guy's got a juicy booty, man. That's just how it is. doesn't make you gay. It just means you like juicy booties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, before we jump into the IT stuff, we're going to take a break, and we will be right back in a minute. Sound good? Yep. Perfect. All right. We'll be back, guys. And girls. And everyone in uh, between. You know, everyone in between, <laughs> especially if you identify as a possum, there is a small sanctuary in my backyard. Uh, please join. Hey, everybody. Paul here. Uh, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you again for listening to the podcast and to announce that we're on Spotify now. So instead of getting these goofy emails from me and stuff from like G Drive and all that to all the friends I've been sending to, all you got to do now is go on Spotify and look up Adventures and Customer Service and it'll pop up. Anyways, enough of that. Back to the show. You know the joke why Mickey Mouse divorced Minnie? Nah. Oh, it was on a, it was like insanity, please, and infidelity. Turns out she was fucking goofy. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, grip it and rip it, baby. All right, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Back, we never left. It's podcast magic, right? Right, exactly. The magic of editing. This is like two years later. (laughs) We just decided to finish it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was already part of the Civil War again. It's cool. Though. I think I nailed the setup exactly the same as last time, so it should sound pretty good. I'm wearing the same clothes. Yeah, me too. Just been in hibernation. 
What you drinking over there? Drinking some Yang Lang. Hmm. I remember, I don't know, I imagine most people listening to this would be from Ohio, for starting off at least. And I remember like the whole yingling coming to Ohio thing, like what, like 10 years ago? And people oh, lost yeah. their fucking minds. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, dude, I remember uh, one, of, one of our friends, Tim, would every once in a while like yeah. go to Pennsylvania to visit family and he would bring back like cases of yingling. And it was like a, a treat. Like that was an event. It's like, oh, dude, we got Yingling in Ohio. <laughs> right. Before, like, like, it came over here. Like, it, it was just, like, the craziest, yeah. best thing. Yeah, I think it's just, like, because it's, like, that rarity factor. Like, oh, this is, you know, unique. Like, so it's, therefore, it's good. But, like, I, yeah, I worked at the gas station then. And people like, you get that Yingling yet? I'm like, no, just chill out. And then I finally had it. Like, oh, I can't wait to drink this nectar of the gods. And, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I, <laughs> it's I it's a unique it, flavor. Yeah. I got it because my girlfriend likes it. And. Well, I know my sister got married right around then. They had an open bar, so I had like 10 of them. Those are pretty good. But that was great because I didn't want to talk to any family. But after like 10 beers, you're like, what's up, Aunt Debbie? <laughs> like, yeah, so I was actually in a pretty good mood that lubed it up a lot. But I digress from the wedding shit. We got to get back to adventures and customer service. Oh, and their adventures. Mm, adventures indeed. So when we left, last left off, we were about to get into some of the IT stuff, correct? Yeah. All right. Let it rip. All right. This is the bulk of my career. There was a year in <laughs> IT, and now uh, here soon it'll be six years of system administration, which is like right. high-level IT. Yeah, big bucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger than I don't know. I've got two cars in a house, so maybe it is big bucks. Yeah, that's like a real man. You got your own shit. Yeah. So Two cats, too. Yeah. And that's all I ain't gay. Hey, no, well, I'm man. just kidding. I congratulate just you. That's awesome. So you're doing well, though. Eh, pretty well. I accidentally bought the second car. It wasn't on purpose. But that doesn't have to do with <laughs> IT. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, so I started out in hospital IT, mm-hmm. which is uh, definitely a unique kind of environment. Okay. Because uh, I, I would deal with all sorts of people because you have, like, your registration, like, front office people who just, you know, check people in. They're, they're regular people. Yeah. You know, the people who answer the phones. And then you get into like the doctors and the technicians. So, you know, you've got all the whole range of people. You don't really deal with the public, but you still kind of have that full gamut. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of people who get very angry. Mm, because, and of course it's your fault, right? Yeah, yeah. Because this isn't just regular <laughs> regular yeah. IT. This is like, well, if I can't check people in, they can't get treated. Or like, oh, yeah. Well, I see that too. And uh, what happens is they get stressed out about the situation and you're the first guy they see or you're the guy they talk to. Okay. And even if they know it's not your fault necessarily, they're stressed because they're getting pressure from other people. Like, I got to do this, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's always your fault. <laughs> okay. And especially yeah. if it's things like, uh, so when I was just IT, you know, the guy who fixes the computer, like maybe mm-hmm. I'll reinstall something. Most of the times I'll just friggin' restart your computer and it works again. Yeah. Ta-da. How, how yeah. hard is that, people, by the way, uh, to restart a computer? Yeah. And there's also a big problem with people not knowing the difference between logging off of a computer and restarting a computer. Really? I've lost probably days if not months of my life being like hey could you log off so i can get in there and fix that thing and they'll just go start menu restart it's like log off is right fucking above that it's two it's two spots above that that was not a mistake you just restarted your computer yeah you see that thing that says log off 
It literally <laughs> says like log off or sign off depending. Yeah, on that the- wasn't like tech jargon speak. Though. <laughs> it's like yeah. click the thing that says log off. Yeah. So I thought you were going to say the opposite where they're like logged off and logged back on or like, no, the problem's still there. Oh, like, you get that too a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, and actually what's better is when people just lock their computer, they're like, okay, it, I turned it off and now I'm going to turn it back on. And I, I go there and I look at them and it's just locked and yeah. they log back in and they're like, boom. Oh, that it came up real quick. And I'm like, that's cause you didn't shut it off. Oh man. So how what's what percentage would you say is just shit like that? I I'd say of like the tickets that you get in an IT, that's thirty five percent. Wow, yeah, that so sounds it's about not right. it's not a majority, but it is a very significant number. Yeah, so I mean, I guess my question then would be: Are you happy when you get a ticket like that, or upset? Is it wasting your time? You're like, hey, I'm getting paid for this, and it's an easy fix. That's all about the customer. <laughs> okay. Okay. If, if it's yeah. someone that's cool, yeah. if it's someone that's fun, mm-hmm. then you go there, yeah. you fix it, and then you just goof off with them for five minutes. You're just like, hey. Hell yeah. And, you know, your boss thinks you're out there fixing something. When mm-hmm. Sure as hell, you're just restarting the computer. But then you yeah. get people who are just irate. Yeah. They're just like, my mouse doesn't work why do these things never work and i'm like you put in one ticket every three months okay (laughs) i i think one instant every three months is not things never working unplug your mouse plug your mouse back in yeah you're fine 10 seconds after you chewed me out for five minutes like you know if you want to be counterproductive i get paid either way so some people once like yeah it just flips a trigger in their head we're like i'm pissed off i can't even like comprehend anything now just (laughs) and they sent out a ticket and yeah it's they're out there only focusing on the negative. Yeah. Like I said, you know, you put in a ticket once every three months and then tell me everything is always wrong. And I'm just like, well, why don't you tell me every day? Like, yeah. Yeah. And you can't tell them like, hmm, you think your shit breaks every couple of months or maybe there's some other issue here that I can't quite put my finger on. It can't be the user, can it? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I had a doctor who was notorious for that. Same problem every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like, ah, oh, Lenny, my computer's really slow today. Yeah. So I go in there and I look at it. He's a cool guy, real like older dude. I go in there, I look at his computer, and every single time he has at least, and I'm not exaggerating, 50 word documents open. <laughs> so he just never closes one. He never, whenever he get logs into his computer, yeah. he never closes any documents or any web pages or anything. He never yeah. closes anything. And then once a week I would get a ticket that was like, Hey, you know, Dr. X's computer is going slow. Yeah. So I'd go over there and he'd be like, Hey, yeah, you have a bunch of stuff open. Is there any way you could close some of this? Because I, I'm sure as heck not going to close. Yeah, you don't want to start closing a bunch of shit if it's important. Yeah, it's just like, like, oh no, I didn't save that. Or yeah, like I needed that probation. Yeah, and, and it's just like, no, I'm not going to get into that. Like, you know, once a week, maybe shut your computer down, please. Yeah, because it'll just do that on its own then, right? Yeah, just yeah. clear everything out. So, yeah, so like, does he just not connect the dots? Like, oh, the more shit you have open, the more power it's taking and makes it slower and blah, blah, blah. Like, he just doesn't get it? Or I, I think it's that he lost track of time. Like, he's, he was a ridiculously brilliant guy. He's okay. retired. Yeah. But when it came to his computer, he would go on there, pull his stuff up, get his stuff done, and then leave. And then whenever it became slow, like, he didn't think about the fact that he had a hundred things open. Like I would bring yeah. it up to him almost every time. 
<laughs> but yeah. it's just like he lost track of computer time. Like he was yeah. thinking more of like patient time. Well, that's probably that's acceptable then. So He's that like, one I think is yeah. is all right, but still it's just like you're one of the smartest people I've ever met and I'm a physicist. Mm-hmm. You got to there's just this one blind spot that you have, man. Like well, you gotta yeah. cover it. I'm sure he just does that thing just in one ear out the other. Where it's like, yeah, okay, got it. All right, I'll see you. And then just totally forgets that even happened until. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh my god, I'm so happy it's fixed. Okay, I bye. Yeah, <laughs> Look, I get back to work now. See ya. Yeah, so I I get that. My sister, my one sister's like that. Where I, the way I explain her is, she's the smartest dumbass I've ever met. <laughs> it's like she'll do shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like like she'll do share like she doesn't have any money then she'll give like let a friend borrow money and i'm like i get you have a big heart and you're trying to do the right thing but like maybe take care of yourself first so you can take care of other people then she'll like ask for you for money i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> like you gave your money to your friend and i don't give a shit about that guy I'm not trying to be callous but i'm trying to fucking live my life man so i don't know there's just some people like that their iqs are really high and they're good people they just got those blind spots like you said it's crazy yeah yeah so, yeah, so like you said, you kind of deal with a full range of people. So you deal with, um, you know, the lower level people that are getting a lot of pressure from other people. But then you got the doctors that are on their own wavelength, too. So it's definitely kind of a weird mashup <laughs> that you got going on there. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's a lot of just enduring people screaming. Yeah. And well, yeah, you never deal with someone who's like, hey, everything is working great. Come hang out. <laughs> right? So they're no. always like a little peeved. Yeah. Especially if it's someone that kind of knows what they're doing and they already tried certain things. And now they're really pissed because they wasted an hour trying to troubleshoot their own shit, maybe. And then you get there and now they're just like at their wit's end. So you get that a lot. That kind of sucks. But Oh, yeah. The people are the be- that are the best, though, are in. I'm, I'm pointing you all out. OK, you're, you're not unnoticed. <laughs> Are the people who are patient mm. and have semi-frequent problems. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, the lab, the registration ladies there, they just loved me because they would always have trouble with their scanners. They, they, you know, they didn't want to, the department didn't want to buy new equipment. Mm-hmm. So they work, were working on old stuff that was on its last leg. Yeah. And being a former electrical engineer, I can just get that crap back up and running pretty yeah. darn quick. Yeah. So they'd always just be like, okay. Call Lenny. Oh my God, Lenny's here. I was a god. Our savior. <laughs> I, was a, I was a golden god down there. Dude, and, and that's awesome. Once yeah. you get a customer who's calm and thankful, that makes the job so much more worth it. Yeah, like when they see you, it's a sigh of relief. Like, thank God Lenny's here. He's going to fix this shit and we can all get on with our day. Like, that's a good feeling, right? So there's definitely times when it's worth it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And especially working in healthcare. After I got out of IT mm. and more into system administration, yeah. it became a lot more like directly helping patients. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, directly, indirectly. I it, No one ever wants me to deal with a patient. I am not. No, you don't have the good bedside manner, as they say. Oh, absolutely not. I, I can I can smile and nod and be like, let me get you a fucking nurse. <laughs> well, I'm surprised because, like, I can't imagine anyone knowing you and be like, Lenny's a fucking dick. Like, you're, like, one of the nicest guys I know. So, but. Oh, I, no, but I'm just real awkward around, like, you're just, sick people and, like, uh, strangers. And I'm like, hey. Okay. So, uh. Yeah, this will come up here in a little bit, but I don't I don't like people to touch me. And like one time I went into a patient's room and then yeah. they like grabbed my arm. Uh, and I was like, I, I I snapped real quick. I was like, oh, hey, no. 
Oh, like it just instant. Like you didn't even mean to be a dick. It's just your body's like, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, just like, like I'm being touched. Yeah, that's not a thing, dude. I've had people do that to me at Burlington. Like put their hand on my back and be like, hey, what's up? Or and like, yeah, I just kind of slide away. And it's funny because I'm kind of an asshole. I feel like sometimes, <laughs> but I've you know I've dealt with the public so much. I just know how to navigate it. Like you know, oh, this old rough seas again. I'm good. Like I know my go tos and all that shit. But. uh yeah, the worst I the one thing I hate the most. I don't know if this happens to you or not, but people will be like, "Hey, what's your name?" Will be like Paul, even though I got like a name tag on. That's my name, anyways. And be like, "All right, Paul, can you help me out, Paul? Uh, let's go over here, Paul." And I'm like, it's like this weird like sales tactic, and this happens to me a lot. That happens to me a lot there. That happens, and they'll go, um, "Can you help me find like a ski suit, Paul?" And all this stuff. I'll be like, "All right." They'll be like, "Hey, Paul, you ever think about making more money, Paul?" And I'm like, here we go. Hey, well, I run this firm, you know, and uh, we do, we help out local businesses and, you know, I'm making a lot of money and you could be on my team. Well, what is it? I'll ask them like, what is it exactly you do? Well, we work with local businesses and connect and, you know, uh, get people working. Well, what is it that you do exactly? Well, it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, what's the company? Then they'll tell me. I'll be like, all right, cool, man. I'll check it out. Now I'll just type in, is company XYZ a multi-level marketing scam? Then it's always yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, if, if no one will yeah. give you a straight answer, yeah. they're just trying to yeah. remember what a pyramid looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, and that's happened to come. Dude, my fucking boss there tried to get me into a pyramid scheme. It's like, like one of those things where it's like, okay, all you got to do is pay like 400 bucks to start. Then you get your package. And then if you get people underneath you, you know, you keep, you make more money and like the bigger, I'm like, if there's anything that's based on you make profit because you're a sales team and not actually selling the fucking product, that would be a scam, my friend. So yeah. anybody involved in that shit, get out. <laughs> if this sounds familiar to you and you're like, huh, this sounds like something I'm doing. Yeah. You're not going to make money. Or if you do make money is from scamming your friends and family. So, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was a fun sidebar with about people touching me. Cause like I said, those are the guys that are touchy feely and like all weird and like super friendly. That trips me out when people are really nice to you. Cause they're stealing or they're trying to take advantage of you somehow in those situations, not always, oh, yeah. but then in that situation of Burlington. And I, and I guess yeah. while we're on this, I, yeah. I will get into my problem with people, coworkers and such touching me. Yeah. You just don't like being touched. I, I don't like, I don't like being touched. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe uh, maybe it's like a bad boy factor of having long hair and like wearing a suit. Mm -hmm. I get touched a lot. Oh man, like, maybe you're just looking like a snack. It's a compliment. I don't, I don't know because yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not like an unfit guy. No, you're good looking, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I don't look too awful. Like I, I've only <laughs> ever had like probably two dozen people throw up at the sight of me. Yeah, solid six. I would. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're being generous here. That's above average, dude. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I, I've had some weird times where especially yeah. older ladies, like I'm bent over the PC mm. and then they'll go to, and it's the standard move that I've found. Okay. They go to slide their chair out to, to like move away, to give me room. Yeah. And then they grab my butt for stability. And I'm just like, okay, Oops. no, <laughs> uh, how about, how about you don't touch me? Yeah. That's like that weird thing. Like, I suppose that's sexual harassment. But like you like file a complaint or I don't like, know. I'm not going to raise a stink about it. Cause it's not like they grab my chunk. Like, hey, okay, whatever. Like, but like you know, if not... you did that to a woman, that would be a big deal. 
<laughs> like you're probably oh. getting fired for like, oh, sorry, I tripped and grabbed your ass or whatever, you know, not obviously it's not exactly that, but it's still like even like, you know, a brush against a woman can be like, oh, he purposely touched my ass or something. So, but I don't know, like, I guess it's a double standard and it's not because like, same with me, I like, guess a guy, if some like old lady grab my ass and like, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause I'm just like, and yeah, I don't feel yeah, that. I, I just mean, momentarily, I'm just like, mm. <laughs> but then as it passes, I'm just like, okay, you know, there, there are worse things that can happen. Hey, you just today. brightened that woman's day, Lenny. You did the world a service. <laughs> I mean, I, I got the good buns. I'm a runner. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, that also yeah. comes into play in bad ways. Uh, yeah. So my my name redacted is a lady. Uh, hopefully she never listens to get to this because she's like mega milf. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, but one day I gave her a, a big presentation. Yeah. Definitely not getting into any details because it's boring. Yeah. But it was just this big restructuring of the company, basically. And I finished the presentation. And she comes up and puts her hand on my shoulder, like from behind me in a dark room with a projector. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> like, I, I say exactly that. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's OK. I don't I just don't like to be touched. touched. It's dark. I'm startled. Like, yeah. it's fine. Especially that, that was like a major yeah. overreaction to, <laughs> to, just to show that, like, man. Yeah. Don't, just don't, man. I, when I'm wearing a collared shirt. Yeah, don't come up to me from behind. Yeah, it's different if like I see you at like a party, like hey, you know we hug each other, but it's not like I sneak up from behind you and like pick you up. You know, <laughs> you know? it's like a it's a consensual thing. I think that's the message of the story. Consensual touching is fine, but yeah, not con- always yeah. consensual touches, <laughs> right? So unless if they're not. But, but I mean, I brought it up before too. And like you said, some of the older women in particular, like once they get past a certain age, like, I don't know, it's like the engine turns on or something. And they're like, I'm old, I'm horny. I'm just going to say some shit to this young man. Cause I can't. <laughs> yeah. Like menopausal and postmenopausal women from my experience are yeah. just like, they absolutely do not care. They're mm-hmm. like sex drive at 13. Like <laughs> I, I'm middle-aged or older. Like, what are you going to do? And yeah. they're they're right because what am I gonna? Do? I'm not gonna do anything. Well, it happened. Okay, it happened to me at the gas station a lot because you know, an older woman would come in and you're trapped at the counter and they'd hit on you. But it happened to me at Burlington a lot too because I do the baby department and these like older like, hey, my daughter's having a baby. I'm here to like look at crits and stuff. So I get those ladies come in and they start telling me about their family and their son and their you know daughter-in-law or whatever and like all this stuff and i'm getting paid to be nice to them so i can't be (laughs) rude you know but they just keep me trapped forever and ever and like there was this one lady she was so nice she was the sweetest lady but she was like from like romania or something and she just had these like you can tell she's like never brushed her teeth in her life and her breath was just terrible. Yeah. And then like, like I said, she was so nice, but like she'd go off, she'd just be like, you know, my, my son and his wife, you know, they're just so busy. They don't even stay with the baby. They just go, traveling and have somebody watch the kid isn't that deplorable and i'd be like yeah that's kind of that's pretty messed up and she'd be like you know just when i had kids we couldn't do that and blah blah, blah. <laughs> just going on they're calling me up front and shit and eventually i just be like oh i think they're calling me and just like dip out but you again especially with people like that it's like she wasn't mean or nasty or anything like that she's very nice but it's like I can't sit here and talk to you all day or else I'll get in trouble eventually. But, oh, yeah. And I, I've had yeah. that, too. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the registration ladies, yeah. uh, I I had to service her from 
through IT and both when I was an administrator because she used one of my programs. Yeah. And she would talk to you forever, like nicest lady. Mm-hmm. But if you you could sit there all day, and Does she, she would not yeah. stop. So you just have to like find a polite way to disconnect. Yeah, and well, and that's the thing. Like you do that because like I talked about this lady before, but she the lady I worked with who smelled terrible as well. And she did this thing where like you're like, all right, well I'm gonna get back to work, and then you get like 15 feet away. She go, oh I forgot to tell you. <laughs> Keep it going. So you'd have to do that thing where, like, after my third time of being like, all right, well, I got to go do this. And, like, eventually I could break away. Like, there's been times where I'd be like, hey, listen, I like talking to you, but, like, uh, Terrell, you know, my boss was going to – I don't care about his name. He's a dickhead. Uh, (laughs) I was like, he's going to be pissed if I don't get this done. I really got to go do it. She's like, oh, okay. Like, I'm sorry. You know, she's cool about it. But it's like, man, like, some people are just chatty. And it's like, I'm not like that. I mean, obviously I am right now, but on my own terms, it's like, I don't want to talk to you about the same shit we talked about every day for the fucking past five years. You know, it's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, any more IT stories? Oh, tons of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so this first one is a trend that leads into uh, basically a side job of mine. Mm-hmm. So you would, I would get a lot of people who were like, hey you know, do you do side work? Can you come to my house and like set up this computer or router or the worst of them were, uh, they shove a phone in my face and they're like, it's not working right. Okay. And I'm like, uh, okay. You know, phone's not like a windows computer. (laughs) You can't just go on the code and fix that. Yeah. I I can't like, I I'm not this, I'm first off, I'm not going to touch your phone. I know most people use their phone on the toilet and don't like clean That's their true. phone. I do. Clean their phone. So like, I, <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I use it on the toilet and I don't yeah. clean it, but I'm the only person who touches my phone. So right. I don't give a fuck. Like if you're touching my phone, you get my poop on you. <laughs> That's a risk you take. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you'd get people just doing all that stuff. And in the beginning, I, I would, I took like two or three little side gigs, mm. you know, cause I lived in town, like next to the hospital that I was at Yeah, and everyone else did too. So it's like, you know, drive down the road five minutes, spend 10 minutes setting up a router Oh, and yeah, then, so you know, easy. you've got yeah. a coworker that's an ally for life. Yeah. Yeah. You're like the best friend now, but it, that is not my real side work. Like what I do on the side is design and install mods for video game systems. Okay, so like what kind of video game systems? Uh, anything from the Atari 2600 all the way up to the PlayStation 2. Okay, so like more old school stuff then. Yeah, right? old school stuff. Like I won't touch anything past the PlayStation 2. I also mod tube TVs. Yeah. But that's some real expensive work. Yeah, I think you brought this up before. Um, so you modify the TVs to play the old systems on? Is that correct? Or? Uh, I modify them to get to either A, get better video signals, okay. like to just broadcast a better picture, or right. B, so that they can get these specialized hookups to do RGB, red, green, blue. Yeah, like the each, old three. Yeah, those old cables for like the N64. and. Well, no, N64 can't do it without a some real heavy modification. Okay. Cause I don't know if anybody out there is trying to run an N64, like the original system on like a new TV, but it looks like shit. <laughs> it looks so bad because it wasn't meant to be scaled that way. So that's the whole reason you do some of that stuff, right? Uh, I, I hate doing HDMI mods, Yeah, but I, I do them because the, the market's there, but mostly I specialize in RGB, like tube TV stuff. So instead of just having that yellow cable that you plug in, yeah, or if you're a real fucking monster, 
you'll just plug in the coax cable. The like, fucking old antenna cable? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was just thinking of, the Super real, Nintendo. Real just, monsters do that. Yeah, but what dude. I do is I modify them so that they can use something called a SCART cable, which is this weird European cable that's friggin' awesome. Oh, okay. Or three different cables, one that rud- runs red, green, and blue. So they all run on a separate wire. Yeah. And it makes it makes the signal so clean. And I clean up audio. I do audio mods on Sega Genesis, all that stuff. Like if there's an old console and it can be modified, I've probably either designed it or done it. Hell yeah, dude. That's but uh, that customer base is weird. So you do you make stuff for people then? Like yeah, I, I do a lot audio. of custom mods and okay. I do a lot of off the shelf mods. So that's why you bring it up then, because you got some clientele yeah. that's a little. Yeah, I bring it up because yeah, the the clientele is uh. You know, it's it's a niche kind of. I expect hobby. a lot of neck beards, but not to judge anybody. But I don't. What do you think? The, you the have thing to be is, on. it's not it's not really neck beards no. mostly in that community. Okay. It's mostly very very quaint, silent people. Okay, I was mistaken then. Yeah, until they snap. <laughs> okay, so you'll get the most polite intro emails like, "Oh, hey, I've got this." Yeah. You know, can, can you, you mod it? Can you mod it? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, just as an example, I'm going to throw something out there to not out a customer. Yeah. Changing the item. They they have a Super Nintendo that they want to output in RGB. Okay. They they ship me the Super Nintendo. I put the RGB mod in it. It's, it's a pretty clean cut, like quick and done 20 Simple minutes job. for me. Yeah. Simple job. I always hook it up to a TV and test it. And I'm like, okay, that's good. That's nice. You know, yeah. Hook a scope up to it to make sure everything looks good, and then send it back. So I do that and send it back to the guy, and he's like, "These colors are messed up." And I'm like, uh, "I don't think oh, so, because I tested it." Yeah, I don't. I <laughs> yeah. mean, no. Yeah, unless you, maybe like, your TV's met. like, were you trying to like? Yeah, I'm trying to help him out. Like maybe you're something yeah. with your TV or yeah, settings. Yeah, trying to help or, him out. I'm like, yeah. okay, send me. Yeah, like take a picture with your phone and send it to me. Yeah, so I know what you're talking about. So yeah. I can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the dude does it. It looks perfect. I try to walk him through some settings on his TV because it's yeah. a TV that I know really well. It's a Trinitron. Okay. Oh, Trinitrons. Uh, those, are, those are pretty good, right? Those, those are fantastic. Oh, I was just joking. <laughs> sure. No, they, they actually are like the top of the line. Like people pay me thousands of dollars to modify those. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, no, they, they, so yeah. this guy yeah. this guy sends me the picture. It looks yeah. perfect. I walk yeah. him through the settings. Everything's set up perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, emails back and forth. He's just all caps, like two thirds of the time. Wow. And then I have him just do like an RGB color test. Okay. Like I literally ship him a cartridge That's that just, just has that. the color test on it. Yeah. Turns out this guy's colorblind. <laughs> he didn't know? He didn't fucking know. Why do you know the colors are messed up? Well, no, he's, he's color deficient. <laughs> okay. Like to where he saw it and he's like, Oh, well, this is messed up. Let me send it into the guy. And then he gets it back and he's like, it's more messed up. And I'm just like, no, th- these colors are perfect. That is so bizarre. And the guy just yeah. like didn't know that he was color deficient well, and was chasing basically like the vision of his old shitty CRT from when he was a kid. And how like, he remembers coax it. Cable. Yeah, this like, doesn't how look he how remembers I mean, it. Yeah. But wow, that it, is it really- just turned out like I did. I had him do the RGB test and he's like, there's supposed to be uh, nine columns of different colors. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, the six columns are there, but they don't look right. And I'm like, 
shit, dude, you're colorblind. So maybe like you can't see like the other three columns. Yeah. So maybe like, cause like what? It's like uh red, blue and yellow. Yeah. For your cones, like no, one of those is yeah. So one of his up. cones was like fucked up. He yeah, just didn't know because I, I can like, see like if you're totally oh, colorblind, you have to know. But if you're just like you said, like one of those misfires or something, because like everybody knows this little colorblind test, you know, the circle with a bunch of dots and it has like a number in it, you know. So oh, yeah, I'm surprised he never just did one of those. Maybe he did. It's just like there's no fucking number in this one. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, this up. must be a control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like a pop quiz, like trick question. <laughs> there is no number. I'm smarter than you, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll get those kids turning on you on a dime. And wow. some some of the fucking consoles that I've been sent, I've I've just I opened one up. Uh I opened up the Sega Genesis. Yeah. There were probably 80 cockroach corpses uh, in there. I knew it was I closed it right yeah. back up, sealed it in a paper bag, and sent it back. And I was like, okay, you owe me for return shipping. I'm not working on this. Yeah. He's like, well, what's wrong? And I'm like, did you even open it to like try and clean it before you sent it to me? Probably not. That's why I sent it to you because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, I mean, I get yeah. not knowing how to use a soldering iron, but if you can't like unscrew six screws and look and be like, oh, dude, yeah. there are a ton of roaches in here. <laughs> right, and then you Not start- even the fun kind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh, right. <laughs> Let's get high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird place to keep your weed. <laughs> Dude, no one will ever think to look there, man. It's perfect. Perfect hiding spot until it breaks your saga. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you see shit like that, they're like, what does this fucking guy's house look like? like oh, yeah. And yeah. I like to give him the benefit of the doubt because mm-hmm. especially with like old systems, like, you know, the Sega came out in 90. Yeah, so maybe you bought sorry. it from somebody else and you didn't yeah. know it was like that or something. Yeah. So I don't so. assume the guy's had it for 31 years and probably like, ah, oh, maybe the original owner had roaches and like this guy didn't open it or anything. Yeah, so most people interested in that community are probably people like you or something where it's like, ooh, I want to do this retro gaming stuff, not a guy who's like, I'm 30 and want to, or yeah, 30. I'm like, how old would you have to yeah, be? I'm like, like 45 and <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I just want to revive. I'm sure those guys are out there too, but uh, yeah, I guess I could see with something like that why people would be a little finicky. Yeah, and it's it's just really weird because like I said, two thirds of the two thirds of the people that I service are just like the most polite people. Yeah. But then if even the littlest thing goes wrong or mm-hmm. like, let's say I get a system and uh, they're ballooned up capacitors on it to where they're about to explode and shoot acid everywhere. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. hey, I got to redo these. Like, I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it for cost like 20 bucks. And they just go off. They're like, no, they're fine. The system works. And I'm like, come on, man. You were the nicest person. And then I asked you for 15 bucks. Like, I think you're trying to so rip your them thing off didn't or... explode. Like, yeah. Like, it's I'm... like I'm a friggin' mechanic. Yeah, like, do you send them, like, pictures, like, because you can send them, oh, like, yeah. hey, here's, like, what a normal one looks like. Here's what your capacitor looks like. You see how it looks fucked up? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you're paying me because you trust I'm a professional that knows how to do this shit. So why are you pushing back now, you know? Like I said, like, unless you, they think you're trying to do the car dealership thing. Well, you need to replace this and that and this and that, you know, and I'm going to upcharge you a bunch, but it's. No, and I, I'm, I'm like most real mechanics, which yeah. I kind of used to be. Uh, you know, I, I want to be in and out as quick as I can. Like, right. I, that means I can get to more people. I'm not trying to be like, oh yeah, you know, I want to completely replace the CPU on your turbo graphics. It's like, no, man, I, I want to solder this chip in and then mail it back to you. Yeah, and especially like someone like you, like you're not incentivized to do something like that. You know, there might be a car shop where they're like, hey, we need to keep 
you know, moving so many of these parts and stuff because it's good for business to try to push mufflers this month or something. I don't know if that really happens or not, but it sounds like something that would yeah. <laughs> like a high end, like a car shop. But yeah, you're really first and foremost. I mean, you're doing it as a hobby. Yeah. I'm, so I'm literally just doing this for fun. And yeah. You don't have paid to, as a bonus. Yeah. You don't have to offer this service to anybody. Um, I don't know, man. People just get weird about shit sometimes. They do. And I mean, I, I get it because it's a definite hobby passion, like yeah. passion, like passion hobby, and it's expensive as hell. Oh, I believe it. I'm so. probably one of the only two or three people in the world that works on this old system called the Fairchild. I mean, you're the only person I know that does any of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, this yeah. Fairchild, it came out yeah. before. I never uh, heard of it. It came out a year before the Atari. Holy shit. And to buy a broken one is like 500 bucks. Yeah, it's like a unicorn. Yeah, to buy yeah. like a one in working order is like seven, 800 bucks. Mm. So I I bought them, I bought a bunch of them back when they were not expensive, like before the whole retro gaming craze. Mm-hmm. So I've got the extra parts. I'm one of the only people who's willing to open them up, work on them, and fix them. Yeah. Because, yeah, you it's know, so expensive. You yeah, fuck a it regular up. guy, if you fuck one up, yeah. you're out five, six, seven hundred dollars yeah. to replace it. Yeah, that's whereas me, I I bought probably 30 of them for like 30, 40 bucks a piece. Wow. So I've, I've got parts for days, man. Yeah, that's the way to do it. If you could find that, then I mean, that's why I bought a piano for my house because I was like, I'm going to learn how to tune and maintain this thing. Then if I totally fuck it up, I only spent 75 bucks on it. <laughs> so yeah, I, don't give exactly. a fuck. I bought some old shit. Dude, I opened it up. It said the last time it was tuned is 1969. Holy <laughs> hell. <laughs> I tuned it three times in a row. It sounds great now. And it's, it's, so that's one of the side gigs I do. Um, people know I'm a musician. I teach kids and stuff. Uh, obviously running a studio with, uh, well, I don't really, Chris and I run it together. Um, but yeah, I'll tune pianos uh, for people. And the great thing about that is like, I do a good enough job, but nobody knows what they're fucking talking about when it comes to that. So they can't be like, you didn't tune that well. I'll be like, well, what's wrong with it? <laughs> yeah, like, you don't fucking know. So, but. Um, oh, I get the same thing with game consoles. It's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, you, you did this wrong. And I'm like. Prove it. Cool. I, I'm an electrical engineer. Fucking yeah, teach I'm me, pretty dude. sure I did it right. Yeah, especially when like I'm not just using my ears. I'm using like high like high end digital tuners. So like okay. this is for sure correctly. The so you're tone. not just like up there with a fork and a, and a <laughs> screwdriver. I can, like. I can do it that way, but I don't like to do it that way because I want to make sure I'm 100 percent accurate. So uh, like I mean I tune the pianos for the school now. So I'm like their piano tech. Oh, nice. So I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those things that used to drive me crazy too. Because when I tried to get into piano tuning, I um, there's a guy who's like a local tuner. And I asked him, I was like, hey, like I gave him a call. And I was like, hey, I'd really like to apprentice with you, you know, kind of fill in these gaps with my knowledge and stuff. And he like pretty much, he said like, fuck you in the politest way possible. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. Where he's like, whoa, it's kind of hard to see what I'm doing in there, you know, stuff like that. And then I said, I was like, well, you know, I've been watching like a lot of YouTube videos and picked up a lot of knowledge. And he like totally scoffed at that basically. Ah. But he was also like 80 something. So he's like, oh, like that doesn't mean shit. But guess what, motherfucker? I figured it out without you. So fuck you. <laughs> I'm sure he's a perfectly nice guy, but he's like, I don't want to show this young buck around doing all this bullshit. Hey, and man, can you tune my Yamaha 8080? <laughs> Isn't that a digital? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's electronic. Um, Yamaha does make actually really nice pianos, so. Oh, um, I was just telling the joke then. <laughs> yeah, now I'm talking shop. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um you have any final thoughts? You got any more stories you want to spit out before we get out of here? Again, about that time. 
Oh, yeah, are we? Yeah, it's been like an hour. Time is an illusion. Yeah, we're, <laughs> uh -oh. Now we're going to Joe Rogan. You ever do DMT, bro? <laughs> hey, man, did I ever tell you about that time that I did DMT? <laughs> I think if everybody did that, we'd be better people. Did I tell you about that time this past June when I did peyote and went 160 miles an hour? <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. No, uh, so yeah. I, I think I might have covered basically all of it like there are okay. a couple specific stories that are oh no they're oh yeah passive maintenance is one of my favorite things ever and i haven't touched it yet okay yeah later on me yeah so we would uh well i was in charge of the dictation systems which mm -hmm. is where you you pick up a phone okay and you you call a fake number it records your audio and then someone else types it up okay uh mostly the emergency department and the morgue uses it that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the more the pathology guys, you know, cutting up stuff, they, they're using both hands. They yeah. got to just have a phone on them. <laughs> I can just uh, see him cutting up with like the phone between his shoulder and his ear. All right. I'm cut, doing the Y incision now. <laughs> Luckily, they've got a knife set up and a table yeah. in front of them and a scalpel yeah. and a liver like I do right now. Oh, yeah. We forgot to tell you we're recording from a morgue today. Yeah. So. You, you get those guys doing that, yeah. and uh, every once in a while, I get a call down to the emergency department. Hey, my phone's not working. So I go down there, and the doctor starts explaining to me, yeah, you know, I can't, I can't hear anything when it does the playback, and it used to work, but I would have to hit it on the table like this. <laughs> and he smashes this phone on the table, and I'm like, uh. Uh, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, but now when I hit it, it doesn't do anything. So crack, crack, crack. And I'm like, I don't uh, know what went wrong. Yeah. I, I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I, I don't know. Let me go get you a replacement one. These are only $800 phones. Yeah, no Landline phones. What 800 bucks. Get the fuck out of here. That's Every time they fucking broke one of those, cost the hospital $800. That's so stupid, dude. That's like fucking like Tylenol costing fifty bucks a pop to your insurance and all that. That's just ridiculous. Oh yeah, but you yeah. know you've got people doing that. Uh, mm -hmm. I I had people do that with monitors. Hey, I broke the monitor. See, every once in a while, I would have to hit it to get it to work again. And I'm like, tighten the cable in the back, maybe. <laughs> but now, but now, like half half the screen is broken. Oh, man. And I'm like, I don't, I have no idea why, man. That's weird. Let me go get you another one. I have no idea how that. Yeah. Happened. Don't hit your electronic. <laughs> That's our big takeaway. Smack and get my knock a cable in the right place once in a while. But ultimately, you're doing more damage. This should be self-evident, but apparently it's not. So that's our PSA for today. Yeah. That, don't if do there's it. one thing you learn from me today, yeah, it's that don't be nice to your electronics. Maybe, maybe give it a kiss every once in a while. You know. Yeah. Invite it to sleep at the foot of your bed. There you uh, go. Maybe, maybe you know, lovingly uh, put a finger or two in there. You know. Yeah, they get kind of warm. Lick, lick put your dick on them. Feels good. <laughs> I do it to my <laughs> Xbox sometimes when I'm really lonely. <laughs> But sometimes my balls hit the power button and turn it off, and I get pissed off because it's. Okay. <laughs> watch out! Watch out! That fan will catch your pubes if you're not well, shaved. Man. Yeah. Wow! Be careful. We're not sponsored by Manscaped yet. We'll get on it. Since everybody else is. We'll have to take this out once uh, we get that sponsorship. Dollar Shave Club. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. We got to wrap it up. But I know you got more stories. But you're always welcome on again. So. Never. And the way I like to end these things anymore is, uh, you know. 
we always easy to focus on the negative. These dickheads that we work with, these asshole customers, people getting mad for no reason. But you don't know what they're going through. Maybe this guy's just an asshole. Maybe his mom just died. You don't know. All you can do is control how you feel. In those days, like you said, when you go in and you help those people and their faces just light up, thank God Lenny's here. It makes it all worth it, right? Oh, yeah. Get Getting to the positives is great. Yeah. And working in healthcare, uh, how I work with documentation now, it, I'm actually helping people, so it's great. When people yeah. are dicks, it's fine. It's they whatever. Have their, they have their reasons, but mm-hmm. I do like to focus on the brighter side. Yeah, sometimes it's what you got to do. That's what you get through day to day, man. Some people are dicks. Guess what? They're just assholes. That doesn't mean you got to be an asshole. Just take them one day at a time. You'll be fine. We love all you people in customer service. And with that being said, we're going to wrap it up. Say goodbye. Name redacted. Uh, bye. Hey everyone, Paul from Broadway Studios here. I want to thank you all again so much for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard and want even more content like that, why not head over to our website, promwaystudios.com. That's P-R-O-M-W-A-Y studios.com. And guess what? Podcasting isn't even all we do. Not even close. While you're on the site, why not check out some of the latest musicians we've recorded? Are you in a death metal band and looking to drop the heaviest EP of all time? We can do that. Or perhaps you'd rather record the sweet, dulcet tones of your acoustic guitar. We could do that too. From rap to rock to pop to podcast, we make your dreams of finally recording that passion project of yours a reality. Again, the website is promwaystudios.com. Check it out and see what the best recording studio in the North Canton area can do for you. Until then, stay safe, my friends. I gotta pee. Hey, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I thought I had to pee. You're out pacing me. Hey, man.